Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the standard in the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back on a week where the energy prices soared as a new price cap was announced, Ukraine marked six months of war against Russia, a nine-year-old girl was murdered in Liverpool, and strikes continued across the UK. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7, and don't forget to hit the follow button to get your daily updates at 7am. Seven. Seven. Friday morning saw Ofgem announce the new energy price cap, which will kick in from October. It'll see the average household paying over £3,500 for their energy bills. That's an 80% increase on the April cap, and it means £300 per month on energy bills alone. Ofgem boss Jonathan Brearley admitted the rise could be devastating for families, pushing many into fuel poverty. And Chief Executive of Energy Action Adam Scorer says that rise has far outstripped even government projections. 80% more, that's £750 more than the Ofgem projection in May on which the Chancellor based the price support package. So we're not only seeing the size of the average bill, we're seeing the inadequacy of the support that's available for, for the low, households on the lowest incomes and who are most vulnerable to these price rises. Labour's shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves says the only viable plan is the Labour Party proposal to freeze bills and help struggling households. We've known that this was coming and under Labour's plans we would freeze gas and electricity prices Uh, for the autumn and winter months. That would cost £29 billion and we would fund that uh, through a variety of measures, including a big extension of the windfall tax. The fuel companies themselves are warning that these prices are simply too high for customers, with Philippe Comoray from EDF Energy, one of the UK's major suppliers, issuing a stark warning on fuel bills. Without uh, further support from the government, more than half of the UK households will be likely to be in fuel poverty in January. The government? Well, they've said no further measures will be announced before a new Prime Minister is in place from the 5th of September. In fact, at this week's Times radio hustings, it seemed like Liz and Rishi were more focused on the Labour leader than his proposal to freeze bills. I will stand up against Keir Starmer, yet another Labour leader, yet another Labour Party politician who doesn't believe in opportunity and doesn't believe in aspiration. Fair enough, although standing up to the Labour leader every week at PMQs is basically part of the job. But Rishi was keen to take the tough talk one step further. I am the candidate that offers our party the best opportunity of beating Labour and ensuring Keir Starmer never walks through the doors of Number 10 Downing Street. Wednesday marks six months since the beginning of Russia's war on Ukraine and the 31st anniversary of Ukraine's independence. President Zelensky addressed the nation at a ceremony to remember the victims of Russia's invasion. The blue and yellow flag of Ukraine will fly again where it rightfully should be, in all temporarily occupied cities and villages of Ukraine. Russia continued to crank up the pressure, with accusations flying over the assassination of Darina Dajina, a daughter of a Putin ally who died in a bomb blast that the FSB claimed was a plot by the Ukrainian secret service. 
Former British ambassador to Russia, Sir Tony Brenton, says with so many wild theories floating around, it's possible there was Ukrainian involvement, but he thinks it's unlikely. I think actually it's quite unlikely. Russia is a pretty tightly controlled state at the moment. And for a state with which they are at war to organise a car bombing in Moscow, I bang in the centre of the Russian security concerns, looks like a pretty tough order. The nuclear plant at Zaporizhia came under renewed Russian attack despite warnings from the UN, the US and others. Russian shelling started a fire which managed to disconnect the plant from Ukraine's power grid and created a real risk of a serious incident. Former heavyweight boxer Vladimir Klitschko says it's far too dangerous for this behaviour to continue. We, the world, need to understand. If that is going off, that's going to be Fukushima and Chernobyl in multiple times. And this, that cannot happen. Ukraine's allies continue to offer support with a new military aid package worth almost $3 billion signed off by US President Joe Biden and the UK also pledging further support worth at least £54 million. There was also a surprise visitor to Kyiv as part-time Prime Minister Boris Johnson made a flying visit. I want to remind you, Volodymyr, that when you rang me at four o'clock in the morning on that grim day in February and you told me the news that we had been dreading, I told you then that we were shoulder to shoulder with you and that is as true today as it was in that horrific moment. The family of nine-year-old Olivia Pratt-Corbell have paid tribute to their unique, chatty, nosy little girl who died when a man broke into a house and opened fire on Monday night. Police have vowed not to rest until the murderer is found and Detective Chief Superintendent Mark Kameen of Merseyside Police says the investigation is ongoing. Our officers continue to carry out extensive inquiries and I can confirm that there are a number of very positive lines of inquiry that we are pursuing. An arrest was made on Thursday night following an armed raid and a suspect was detained on two counts of attempted murder. The murder shocked the city of Liverpool and Everton manager Frank Lampard and some of the club's players have come together to ask people to get in touch with authorities if they know anything that will help. We need to show strength in our community and say enough is enough. Whose side are you on? Following the tragic death of nine-year-old Olivia Pratt Corbell, our entire community needs to come together. If you know anything or have any information on the incident, please let the authorities know. Gun and knife crime is no part of our city, so please let's come together to help stop this. It's turning into a summer of strikes in the UK, with almost 2,000 workers at Britain's largest container port holding their second day of strikes on Monday. Members of Unite at Felixstowe, where nearly half of the UK's containerised freight travels through, are walking out for eight days in a dispute over pay, leading to fears trade will be severely disrupted. Tory MP Kevin Hollenrake says supply chain pressures pushing prices up are exacerbating the cost of living crisis. I think for certain cohorts, say their priorities are more important than the rest of us, is entirely wrong. Therefore, I do support extra measures that would clamp down on what I think are, are these inappropriate strikes at this time. It comes as barristers in England and Wales voted in favour of an all-out strike in a row with the government over pay and legal aid. From September the 5th, they'll stop taking new cases. The Justice Minister called it irresponsible, but criminal barrister Simon Spence QC feels they had no other choice. We've been patient. We've waited for the government to engage with us. Uh, They're simply refusing to do so, and so we've had to escalate the action. Labour leader Sakir Starmer says the zombie government is doing nothing to resolve these disputes. I want to see the government step in and actually help resolve these issues. Instead of that, we've got the government doing absolutely nothing. Still to come on the Standout 7, it's a double walkout from Laura Quitmore and Scott Mills. Right after this. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back. The US is heading towards the midterm elections in November, but since the Roe v.ersus Wade decision by the Supreme Court, there's been a shift in the mood of voters. Republicans were hoping to take both the House and Senate, but early primary results suggest that's now less likely. It comes as Joe Biden announced a new student debt forgiveness program that could affect millions of Americans in a good way. And in Florida, Democrat Charlie Crist is relishing the challenge of taking on Trump-alike Governor Ron DeSantis. And he's pledging to make abortion rights a central part of his campaign. Our fundamental freedoms are literally on the ballot, my friends. A woman's right to choose on the ballot. Democracy on the ballot. Your rights as minorities are on this ballot. That's what's at stake in this election. Well, it's been a roller coaster, but a Love Island journey has come to an end. Laura Whitmore announced on Insta on Monday night that she's done with the island and won't be hosting the ITV2 hit show anymore. She says there are some elements she found difficult, including all of the travel, and so she's hanging up her stilettos and stepping down. Heat Magazine's chief content officer and showbiz queen Lucy Cave says... The news of Laura quitting Love Island has come as a real surprise to us at Heat. We absolutely loved her in the villa, and I thought she genuinely loved doing the show, but from her statement... It seems perhaps not. It's not really clear exactly the reasons why. Maybe she's even been offered another job. Could she be hosting the new series of Big Brother? Uh, Why has she left? That is the big question. And more importantly, who is going to replace her? By the way, if you love showbiz, you're going to love The Heat 7. Launching soon. It was the end of an era on Radio 1 on Thursday as long-time pop-picker Scott Mills and sidekick Chris Stark hung up their AirPods. Scott's shuffling down the corridor to Radio 2 where he'll be doing some serious jocking instead of Steve Wright and Chris heads off to annoy Roman Kemp on Capital Breakfast. But before they went, Scott and Chris gave us a proper old-school farewell show. It's been more than half my life sat here talking to you and if you ever feel there's no one there or if you feel lost or if you feel there's nothing good around you i'll say one thing to you turn on the radio maybe time for one last song okay why not it's now time to make a change leave radio one it's not easy you're still young that's your fault there's so much you have to know This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW.
plus free shipping on orders over $60. 